Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello and welcome to the Indie Incursion Podcast, your weekly podcast all about indie games. I am one of your hosts, Vaughn Hyde, alongside the big Josh boy. How you doing? What's good? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know what's funny about that? Um, I actually wanted to bring this up to you before, but I guess I'll just say it now. you always say well twice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, not that. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Uh, I was uh, in the chat with, like, the Parallax Media Group, like, the the main, like, uh, the manager team, and... Uh, John, the main person behind Parallax Media, was like, oh, I'm thinking of making, like, shirt ideas. And he's like, he's like, I'm thinking, like, a couple of ideas for the shirts. And he, like, listed some. And one of them was, like, the big Josh boy. And I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, do not ever. Yes. I was like, dude. That would be so funny. I specifically said, no, I (laughs) would be highly opposed to a big Josh boy shirt. I'm going to convince John I'll fucking buy that shirt, dude. Uh, but it, but it was actually kind of cool because there was one where he was like, I'm thinking of doing like a ghost of Von Hyde one. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like put put your head basically on there and then like a little ghost body and then have the weapon from Hollow Knight. And like a uh, like on the other hand, have the physical copy of the game. <laughs> but um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just, you know, hanging out playing games, whatnot. Um, I've been playing... uh, What have I been playing? So I finished SteamWorld Quest. Awesome game. Uh, But then I moved over to uh, The Last of Us because I had never played last of us and number two is coming out now so i'm trying to like ramp up i've only spent a couple hours in it but it's pretty interesting i'm not a big fan of like stealthy kind of games and there's a lot to that of like just play it on easy run and gun dude i mean nobody gives a shit yeah i usually play games on normal anyway so it is pretty easy and there's parts where i was just like oh fuck this and i just like ran through and got shot a bunch of times and i was like well i'm still alive though good thing yeah, i can you're basically bullets. like yeah you're like a goliath you just you soak up damage. You're like, I'm a bullet sponge. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then you get an abundance of equipment. Like, uh, you get abundance of shanks. So even clickers, they, like, attack you and you just stab them in the face. You're yeah, fine. I have to get that, like, upgrade or whatever the fuck it is. But um, but it's been fun so far playing that. And then from, like, an indie perspective, I picked up another game that I talked about. Uh, this was, like, way long time ago. And by that, I mean, like, probably... 10 or so episodes ago there's this game pop-up dungeon it was a back in the day it was kickstarted 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 um 
And it's still in development right now, but if you had gotten the Kickstarter campaign and like funded for it, they have the basically alpha access to it that you can keep playing. And so back in the day, I had picked it up. I'd started playing it. Uh, it was pretty fun, but it was like a very bare bones game. It's basically this, uh, it's kind of like a tabletop, but it's in a sense like an RTS like you have these, and this is going to sound stupid, but it has cards for your abilities. No. I, I know. But anyway, so you have like a certain amount of uh, ability points that you could use either for your cards to do an attack or to move. And it's all based on these weird little like polygon blocks. The reason why it's called pop-up dungeon is because it's like a pop-up book is what they're going for. So all of the characters are like folded up like these polygon-esque, like as if you had made paper mache characters. Um, And it's a really cute and really interesting dynamic to it. But one of the really good things is originally it was just kind of there. You would go into the world, you would fight always three different waves of enemies, and then you would basically go to the next level. And there was no story, there was no progression, that was just it. Now they've added all this actual story beat and element to it where you can make certain campaigns and they have like these D type uh events in between where it'll give you a story of like oh you're going to either this world or this world like which one do you want to choose and you'll go to one and then it'll be like there's a giant gap ahead like do you try to jump for it and it'll basically have you roll a fake die um which basically you just click on it and it rolls and it's random um but it it's like if you get a certain number higher you'll succeed if not you'll fail and it'll do things like if you succeed you get certain items or you know more gold and if you fail you end up starting the run with uh some negative effect uh the only one i've seen so far is basically just starting at 70 percent health instead of full um, but it's a nice addition to it, and it does break up the monotony that used to be there of the game of just having the same repetitive task over and over of the same three phases to it. So I do like what they're doing with it. They're, it's nowhere near complete because there's supposed to be a whole editor system in this where you can create your own cards, your own characters, and your own items. But um, it's getting better uh and i'm really liking the progression that they're starting to push with this one thing i will say though is that like it used to be super easy and now even just the normal difficulty of it seems a lot harder but i think it's just based on the characters that i'm picking because there's a ton of them so i just need to find the right combination but it's fun uh i i'm i'm definitely thinking you know what i'm gonna pitch you something right here and now are you ready all right but i don't catch very well okay what (laughs) what you can't catch anything? I don't catch well. I can catch things, just not all things. Also, it oh, depends okay. on what you're throwing. Are we talking like baseball or like... I'm like, talking about... I'm going to lob you a softball here because oh, I know you'll okay. be into it, okay? All right. I'm, I'm all right. definitely into softball. So just prepare yourself. Take a wide stance, okay. I would say. Is I don't think so, that's proper form for softball. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right, um, let's go. So just let it be me, you know what I mean? <laughs> So on this just revolutionary big Josh Boy T-shirt, I'm thinking. Have you on literally the back just been it, thinking about this the entire time? <laughs> I've been talking about this game. You're just like all these ideas I have. <laughs> I'm not saying that I didn't, but yeah, I totally did. Right. So on this big Josh Boy T-shirt, I'm thinking on the back just a simple text that says he doesn't like card games. Everybody's <laughs> gonna get it. Everybody will understand. <laughs> Just imagine if you wore that shirt around and they're like, wow, you don't like card games? And you're like, no, I actually do. I love them. 
They're fantastic. They're my best. Uh, they're the best games of all time, actually. I don't think I would ever say that. <laughs> I think you're. I mean, if you purchase a shirt, is you're legally obligated to. It's mm. just. Is that how it works? I'm not yeah, a lawyer. It's, it's but in the fine print. I don't think that's quite how it works. Dude, I'll take you to Judge Judy. I'm not even worried about it. Wow. Yeah, she'll make you do it. She'll make you legally change your name to the Big Josh Boy afterwards too. <laughs> She's a crazy person. All right. Well, uh, I'm not sure. I definitely don't want the shirt now. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Well, maybe next time. (laughs) So are you excited that uh, you were talking about Pop-Up Dungeon? I remember that you had previously been playing For the King as well with your friends. Are you excited that it's coming to consoles? It just came came to PlayStation 4 or it is coming? Um, I don't remember when it comes out exactly, but I do know that, uh, it won't matter to me at all because all my friends who I play games with are on PC. So no, I'm not. (laughs) I mean, it's good for other people. I mean, it's a, it's a really fun game, especially if you have just a bunch of friends, well, two friends, because it's only a three person game. But if you have two friends who enjoy games that are tabletop esque, but not, uh turn-based yeah i like how the further you go down that rabbit hole the more narrow it gets i know you're like not only do you have to have friends which is i mean come on they also have to enjoy turn-based tabletop games it's actually really funny because um that game we i usually play it with two specific people all the time and my one friend and me are always like we'll end up talking and strategizing because it's it's each person as a character and you have to fight these enemies that you get to every time so like the enemies will each have certain abilities and whatever it doesn't matter it's a turn-based battle game at those events well we'll always like strategize and talk to each other and we always have the like leroy jenkins type friends in our party who will always fuck us over and do something and we get so mad at him i i feel like that game is pretty much just like an hour or so of me constantly yelling at one of my friends (laughs) that's all we do I don't think there's a single group in history that doesn't have that person. Like, even when I played D&D with my group, there was that person. Yeah. And you're just like, you're the weakest one. Why are you running in? He's like, I'm a wizard. <laughs> like, I got to get close to use my spells. <laughs> like, you don't, but okay. Um, so, what I've been playing this week, to just randomly just go nowhere. All right, uh, that sounds right. Yeah, I haven't been playing any indie games, which is kind of depressing. Um, mm. I, I, so what I have been doing is catching up on Game of Thrones. So you're still doing I'm that, a, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, it's, it's eight seasons, Josh, eat my ass. It takes a while. I they're mean, each. No, thank you. Yeah. I've been watching it for like three weeks. I'm making good time, dude. I talked to somebody else. It's a big Game of Thrones <laughs> addict, which I am not. And they were like, oh yeah, I watched the entire thing. It took me six weeks. Psh, I'm doing it in three, dude, which I guess. So where are you at now? I I am actually in season eight, the final season. Oh. I'm in it. I've watched two episodes, so I've only got a couple more. And I'm thinking I'm going to be up to date by the time the finale airs, so I can actually watch that. I'm quite excited. Damn, it's that's impressive. It's, it's very, yeah, it's intense. Um, but the only game I've been playing this week is Days Gone. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and immediately I got a cutscene that dropped all audio, just no audio, and I was like, wow, yeah, this is. This is going to be a game. Is it? <laughs> whoa, 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 wait. So, like, dropped all audio, is it persistent? Like, now your audio is just gone forever? Nope. Or it's... No, luckily, after that cutscene, my d- just Deacon was talking. 
He was just like, oh, man, boozer, uh, booze man, let's fucking go kill this guy. I was like, all right. It was like five minutes in. I wish I had any context at all as to what just uh, was said, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those who've played it will, will understand. They will also know that playing this on a base PS4, I'm not even joking. It like zoom. People are talking how about about how beautiful this game is. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, Deacon takes this ring off of his finger, and it's literally like seconds into the game. He takes this ring off his finger that basically looks like a ball of clay. It looks terrible. And he places it on this woman's finger, but while he does it, their hands are like, they look like they're from Skyrim on PS3. Like, the graphics, like, if you go up close, they look so bad. (laughs) Especially their hands. They're just like meat hooks. Hmm. It's 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 depressing if anything. Um but it's a fun game so far. I mean, I've I'm intrigued by the world and the story. Um I'm excited to play more. I don't know if I'm excited to play like 40 hours more, but I did buy the collector's edition, so I got to get my money's worth. Well, sounds about right. Uh how long is the game? It's it's normally like a 40-hour game. Yeah. Wow. Like 40 to 50 hours from what I've heard. Oh. And yeah, when much, I bought how, it at GameStop. I'm like three hours in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, From what I heard like... at GameStop, the uh, the GameStop employee was like, "Yeah, I mean, everybody who buys it is like, oh, I love this. It's like, oh, it's so good.' But then all the critics say that it sucks. And I was like, "Yeah, I imagine those people who like just bought it have only played a couple hours, not forty hours." I was like, "Talk to them then." <laughs> yeah. Well, looks like hot dog fingers are in your uh, future. Yeah, dude, they're freaking meat hooks. Uh, Speaking of meat hooks, time to pop into our first story. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but in a way it does. Your transitions never do. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what's the point of even having them anymore? Um, This is over on IGN. It is written by uh, Casey. Casey DeFridis. I almost said Cassie. Cassie. I caught myself. Hey, Cassie. Don't you worry. Oh, she did both of these Dauntless things? Wow. Isn't she like their Monster Hunter expert? I know. it It checks out. It's just like so back to back. Oh, what an idiot, dude. I can't believe she did just two articles that are vaguely similar. How could she? (laughs) This is Dauntless uh, PlayStation 4 Xbox One release date announced. Uh, Dauntless is being released on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and PC through the Epic Game Store on May 21st. Originally, Dauntless was set to launch on consoles in April, but was pushed back to summer. We actually reported on that when it did. And I uh, I thought about dying all over again. Well, actually, that was before I was revived. So really, it was like a, it was like a purgatory situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was already dead, but I was a ghost. So then I would be much deader than the ghost. That's like purgatory, right? I mean, is I'm it? not religious, no. but that checks out. I don't think so at all. Is it? That math totally adds up. I can't believe you'd go against me in this moment I mean, of need. Well, I mean, wouldn't a ghost be purgatory? I don't know. I'm not sure. No. Nope. Because uh, this game is a free-to-play action RPG that says... (laughs) (laughs) What a rebuttal. (laughs) It's set to release on the Nintendo Switch and mobile later this year. Uh, We actually reported on it when they announced their one daunt... I think it was like one dauntless initiative or something like that where there's actually cross play and cross progression through all consoles which is really cool like way back when um but i actually didn't know until this uh this news article that it was free to play i was like oh shit dude because i and i didn't even understand the whole slay behemoth for free this month (laughs) i was like i don't get that tagline i don't understand and then i got you know just 
two sentences into the article and understood it. So that's what you get for reading taglines and, and headlines. You know what I mean? Um, though Dauntless has received major updates in preparation for this console release, the brand new character customization system launching on May 21st is especially noteworthy. It's a lot more involved, and the ancestry system uh, currently in place, a lot more involved than the ancestry system currently in place. Okay, mm, that makes way more sense. Yes. Uh, this new customization menu can be accessed at any time to giving existing players a chance to change up their look. Um, there's, of course, a lot more cool stuff in this article along with, um, it was first revealed in 2016. I, I totally lost my place of where I was actually going to talk about. Um, included <laughs> in these uh, in these changes are three new systems. Uh, the mastery system adds rewards and achievements to just about every activity available in dauntless uh there is unique mastery cards attached to each behemoth and weapon for uh the for example thing i'm not going to really read because that just i don't i don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of it (laughs) at this very moment does having Uh, multiple like so many achievements doesn't that make you feel like why like achievements for everything seems like too much not really, dude. I feel like I'm all about being gratified. You know what I mean? No, I'm all about those pats on the back. No, I don't agree at all with that. I, I agree <laughs> that there should be achievements, but I hate when I play a game and I'm like an hour into the game and I already have like 20 achievements and I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Like you're giving me an achievement for just like watching the opening cutscene. Like, I don't know. What, what do I need Okay, yeah, I will admit sometimes it's bullshit. Like, I got a bronze trophy in Days Gone for basically just starting the game. See, that's what I'm saying. I was like, <laughs> I was like when, what? when you keep putting a trophy to everything, you're like, all right, well, these things are fucking pointless. Like... Yeah, no... but getting them platinums though, dude. Apparently, it's like it's a it's a real heroin high. You know what I mean? I've, uh, yeah, I, I watched that uh, game yeah. cast. I think you're talking about. <laughs> you feels like you got the devil's lettuce flowing through your veins. It's, I... it's intense. <laughs> the devil's, the devil's lettuce. No, no, none of that. <laughs> Uh, So something really cool that's going to happen is actually the Hunt Pass that they're announcing, which is basically just the Battle Pass from Fortnite. Um, They actually, uh, I think his name is uh, Clifford something? The Big Red Dog? Uh, Yes, actually. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to fight Clifford the Big Red Dog in this? I'd buy this game if I could fight Clifford. I'm not... uh, Yes. That's not false advertising. Yeah, you definitely fight Clifford. I mean, there's got to be at least one big dog in it that is also red. So it just kind of checks out. Mm. I mean, that math adds up from from where I'm sitting. So, yeah. I mean that <laughs> that uh that Scarn character or whatever is in the video down here. He kind of looks like it. Kind of. Yeah, that's got- what I was looking at. I was like, that looks like a really <laughs> demonic, like kind of terrifying Clifford. Yeah, so. it's like Clifford if he, you know, he went to the gym a lot and also put on Did a, a lot, lot of elbow meth. pads. <laughs> I like how we had completely different ideas. You're like, put on a lot of elbow pads. I'm like, did meth. Uh, two extremes. Uh, the Hunt Pass challenges players to complete certain tasks to earn cosmetic rewards and has a basic and elite track with 50 levels of content across both. Uh, the elite track costs $10 to participate in and rewards some premium currency as it's completed. So yeah, it's the Fortnite Battle Pass. That's, yeah. 
Everybody's doing a battle pass. And I mean, it is a good idea for free-to-play games. Mm -hmm. I will say right now, my favorite part about Dauntless is still its art style and like monster designs. I think they're so fucking cool. I love it so much. It reminds me so much of Wildstar, and I'm really Mm -hmm. like feeling a hankering for Wildstar recently since... uh, since fudge whatever i think it's ncsoft was the developers of it they went out of business Mm, i'm not Um, sure i remember seeing that game when it first came out but i never actually picked it up i thought it looked cool but uh it's so cool but yeah it's just it's ncsoft yeah oh that's knew it yes so good um i i like i said i like to get patted on the back Mm. Mm -hmm. i can't i can't touch you from here but Pat, but Pat. you did give me that hooray, you know. So oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, you made it a big deal. You basically told me I'm the most intelligent person on earth, and I appreciate that, Josh. I mean, I appreciate that, big Josh. Boy. But uh, what else are friends for? I guess. Yeah, I mean, to pamper you, I'm um, to really just, uh, just do everything you want. I mean, mm, I think you're thinking of slaves. Oh, you got me there. Yeah, That's, that might be it. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> Uh, Although I guess slaves so, don't. <laughs> I, indentured servants do. I mean, they do. Oh, is that what I am? I mean, which is basically just jobs nowadays. Uh, you're just an indentured servant. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Checks out. So are you excited for Dauntless? Dude, I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. If you yeah I mean, noticed. it sounds like it. I, uh, I can only imagine. Um, to be honest, I don't think this is uh, going to be the game for me. You're a bitch. I because that doesn't have cards. It doesn't have cards. Cards suck. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> That's what I want on that shirt. <laughs> um, no, it's just so the game. So okay, I've always wanted to get into Monster Hunter, especially the Monster Hunter world, and I thought it looks cool. And this definitely has you know the same kind of appeal. But one of the things I don't like about this, it has a very um, clunky style of gameplay so very similar to like a souls like uh, i'm just not into that heavy weapon kind of style of fighting and it depends because that's the only thing i've ever seen in this game from you know like clips and and people playing it on twitch and whatnot is someone playing with this character who very slowly swings a sword and like over and over again and i just i don't like that style i like very fast-paced like snappy mechanics of it being like a sword that's just slash 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 uh, if it's not I like mean, that I, then i just i can't really get into it there's also i mean in both monster hunter world and i believe in dauntless they have weapons that you can do very quickly mm-hmm. like in dauntless there's the dual scythes but is it gonna that be i believe shit. are fast is it gonna be like you can do this but it's not the good one and then you'll suck i, I think it's actually more of a dps ass. build I, I think it's actually probably a better build than what like the large swords would be. Well, then why the fuck the is everyone showing in... this slow gameplay shit? Fucking come it's on. It's just kind of like, it's noteworthy. It's just like how they always show the larger swords, the buster swords and stuff <laughs> in uh, Monster Hunter World stuff, mm. or just Monster Hunter in general, because that's what it's known for. Um, but once you get into it, yeah, Monster Hunter World has a bunch of different weapons that are actually very quick. And I, yeah. I think Dauntless doesn't have like... A, a massive variety of weapons um but i would assume more are coming yeah. and if a couple of them are but quick. this is uh, but i mean this is free to play so there's really nothing stopping me from trying it so I'll, I'll i'll give it a try that's true josh you should play on ps4 i'll play with you um you know i do it 
I kind of hate it. how everyone from the Parallax side, and especially you now, even though you're not from Parallax, <laughs> uh, has a PS4 and plays games on it. Because I'm like, I have a PS4, but I don't have the online subscription. And I'm like, God damn it, I don't want to buy that stupid thing. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I use love it how cause... now I got on the track that you have a PS4, but I forgot that you do not have PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of facets to it. So, but I don't know. Maybe I'll consider it eventually when you don't actually have to pay for online. Maybe which will never be. And then I'll never be a thing. Which <laughs> sucks, man. I don't know why they got away from that. And now Nintendo's even getting on the pay for us hype train. Which is stupid, but I mean, Nintendo is real cheap. Like, if PS4 was like, we're doing Nintendo prices too, then I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Um, then again, I never paid for it. I just waited until Twitch gave it for free. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I guess I'm a bad example. I'm pretty frugal with money, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. All right. Uh, well, I think it's about time we move on to our next news story. This is another Dauntless news story. Really just, I mean... <gasps> Yeah, dude. It, this is the you, Casey DeFridis show. It is, it is the Casey DeFridis show. Anything that like anything about Dauntless was really that was what we were going to talk about today. If if our audience anticipated anything else um in a week that is jam-packed with news, uh it should be that I'm going to talk about Dauntless the whole time. Uh so this <laughs> is Casey DeFridis. Uh she just wrote she was uh, of course the writer of our last article for some reason i didn't know where i was going with that um this is monster hunter world helped dauntless player base grow um so dauntless was actually in early uh it was in early access it was in beta on pc for a long time you could play it um it was completely free to play just like before um and it was actually in development before anybody actually knew about monster hunter world um or at least before like, it was announced to the world, which is... I hate saying world twice in one sentence. That really bothers me, <laughs> if Monster I'm being Hunter honest. World Worlds? It, yeah. Yeah, it bothers I mean, me. I don't Monster Hunter why. Worlds... Uh, yeah, I mean... It just sounds just weird, doesn't it? just can't get around it, but I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like it. Um, it uh, so, this news story kind of details the fact that you would think that Monster Hunter World coming to PC would actually cannibalize some of the people who are playing Dauntless because it was a massive success for Capcom, but actually, the inverse happened. Um, it actually bolstered the amount of people playing Dauntless because it got a bunch of people in to the monster hunting genre. Um, it, they, uh, Clifford, uh, he showed the up big again. Dog. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's, he's all over it. Um, Clifford continued on to mention how monster or Hu monster hunter Four ultimate on the three DS, uh, shipped 4 million units, but monster hunter world shipped more than 12 million, um, essentially introducing 8 million new players to the genre. So when I initially read this headline, I, totally like didn't even think about that i was like how i mean of course monster hunter world would like get people excited but i didn't think that it was actually like oh yeah it's introducing a bunch of people to a genre that they had never tried before mm -hmm. yeah i mean i remember when it first came out it was like it was really like the the big new thing at least around a lot of the people that i i spoke with just because you know from a monster hunter perspective it's never really been that big in america so like that was just uh, such a sweep the nation kind of a thing um, at that time. So I can imagine that it would make it easier, especially for people who like see it and they're like, wow, Monster Hunter World looks great. But they're like, oh my God, I'm such money. a dumbass. 
I d- I'm what? sorry to interrupt you. I totally just remembered. I even talked about it at the beginning of last story. They did the one Dauntless initiative, so we can actually play together, but I totally forgot. If you oh, wanted yeah. to play on PC. See, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will play with you. I'm just going to do it on my own terms, damn it. <laughs> um, anyway, where was I? Uh, yeah, so it makes sense for people who are like, oh, I want to play Monster Hunter World, but I don't have the money to just blow on Monster Hunter World because it's, you know, it's it's a good chunk of change, especially now that they're going to re-up it with all that new, like, DLC expansion stuff that's basically a full retail game again. Um, so with this, they could just be like, well, I'm broke, but Dauntless is free, so I'll just play. Yeah, that's very true. That was actually one of the the biggest like uh, things for people to come over. The biggest incentives for people to come over from Monster Hunter World was like, it's not like it was it was bare in any in any sense. But once you got to the end, if you got done like kind of grinding um, in that game, you could actually hop over to Dauntless because it had such a low barrier of entry. Your PC just basically had to be able to run it, and then you were. Mm-hmm. You're good. You just play. Um, at the bottom of this article, it does say uh, Dauntless has about 3 million players, and Phoenix Labs expects to triple that uh, number when Dauntless launches on May 21st on P- PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC through the Epic Game Store. Um, the Nintendo Switch and mobile releases are still in the works, along with the One Dauntless initiative that supports cross-play and cross-progression across all platforms. So it's possible at launch we won't be able to play together, mm-hmm. but... Sad days. You, yeah, dude. I'm me and you. We're gonna play when right. it eventually happens. I'm excited. We're finally gonna play something together. Watch. They're gonna announce. Yeah, they're gonna announce it, and uh, it's gonna be like, yeah, but PlayStation's dickheads, and they won't let PlayStation Four people play. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, it would definitely be something that uh, Sony would do. Yeah, this is sadly, man. It's a pretty crazy story, though. Like, (laughs) I can't imagine the feeling that they must have felt around the office for uh, Phoenix Labs of just being like, damn, Monster Hunter World coming out. We basically need a new job. (laughs) Yeah, they just got one upped. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, back to the drawing board. (laughs) But I mean, it worked out for them. So, hey, hopefully that, you know, the, the whole whatever battle pass or hunting pass will, will work so they can actually sustain themselves. I, I really hope it does. Um, cause this game looks awesome. It has like this bastion esque world where the world is like shattered. I think that's so awesome. I'm so excited. So, let, Josh. so yeah. I, so let me ask you this though. Like why is it just the art style? Like what does it for you over like you playing monster? It's the big world? swords. Yeah, it's the big swords. That's that's uh, over Monster Hunter World. Honestly, I I think it's just the art style. Hmm. I I'll I'll have to play it once I get my hands on it and I get to feel how it is because I didn't play it in early access. Right. Um, I don't actually think my PC could even run it. <laughs> if I, I no, it it should be able to, but I never even tried. Um, but. <laughs> Once I actually get my hands on it, I'll kind of decide whether or not I want to play it over Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. But Monster Hunter World is very complicated, yeah. um, especially just it's it's really combo based, and you need to make sure that you eat certain like foods uh, to gain eating. certain abilities and such. Yeah, I'm very good at eating in real life, but I'm very good, very terrible at resource management in video games. So. <laughs> I'm hoping that Dauntless uh, features kind of like a little bit more of a dumbed down. Um, uh, uh, you know what I mean? I, I hope it's just a little bit more dumbed down so idiots like me can play it Baby's and feel first cool. Monster Hunter. 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> if anything, Dauntless will get me back into Monster Hunter World because I tried to jump back into Monster Hunter World, and because I initially I was using like the uh, the Buster Sword, the like the massive sword, uh-huh. uh, because you could block with it. Because I knew I'd get destroyed because I can't dodge worth a shit. <laughs> And then I like uh, I I played for a while, killed a bunch of stuff, got a cool armor set. I was like, oh, I like this game, and then totally fell off. Came back like months later, um, and started playing again, and decided to use the gigantic like really quick katana. And I just didn't care. I was like, I don't care. I like the big swords. <laughs> it's technically a big sword, but it's kind of weird. I like the clunky movement. Oh, it's God. it what just is wrong feels. With you? You're such a psycho. I don't know. It's just so heavy, and it feels really cool when you hit stuff instead of like, yeah. You could just hit stuff really quick, and you feel like you don't do anything. I'd rather like, do okay. that so, a thousand times. Yes. No, that totally blows my mind. Yeah, I'm very much the the person that just wants to like hit you big and hit you hard. I don't care if it hits you slowly. No, no, because I'm I'm like the opposite. I'd rather I'd rather dodge than ever put like use a shield. So I'd rather just do fast attack, fast attack, and then dodge, dodge, dodge away from anything. Yeah, I'm too slow for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have just terrible reflexes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the best either, but I just like that playstyle better. <laughs> All right, that that checks out. Uh, so our last news story for today is over on Twinfinite. It is written by Tom, either Meyer or Mayer. Don't mm, really know. I would assume the that's world Meyer. will never know. Or Josh. Maybe it's Mayer. I don't know. Hmm, this it, is. This it is... will never know. I'm pretty sure he knows. <laughs> Nope. Nope. Oh, he was—he's been lied to since birth. He has no idea what his name is. Uh, this is EA's Origin Access adds into the breach and five more games today. Um, so this is really cool because they actually just announced that EA Origin Access is also coming to PlayStation Four. I don't know if these uh, if these games are going to be included in it or just uh, for PC. Um, I guess. It does. I don't think it says anywhere in the article whether or not you can actually play these games on Xbox One. But if you could, I would assume that you could play them on PlayStation Four as well once it launches. But that's just that's just speculation on my part. Um. So, uh, they. Electronic Arts Origin Access subscription service for PC has added six more games to its catalog today, mostly including turn-based and strategy games. Uh, headlining the. The list of games added to the service today are Into the Breach and FTL Faster Than Light, both turn-based strategy games developed by Subset Games. I actually didn't even notice that FTL was on here. I just saw Into the Breach. <laughs> Thought that was awesome. <laughs> um, of course, there are a bunch of other games. Other games added to the Origin Access uh, Vault today include puzzle platformer Shift Quantum, Survival Horror Game, uh, Detention, The Dictator Simulator game, Simulation Game, uh, Tropico 6, and turn-based tactical RPG, A Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden, as well as coming. Yeah, me too. I thought it was really cool, and I never actually like picked it up or did anything when it came out. <laughs> I tried I was to get a super free lazy. copy. Didn't work. They denied me. What? No way. But I did it really late, so I think they were just all out of codes by then. Ah, that checks out. Yeah. That checks out. 
Um, Origin Access has two tiers um, of the subscription service. Basic offers a catalog of over 200 PC games to play alongside 10-hour uh, trials of upcoming games for $4.99 a month or $29.99 a year. And uh, Premium has the same catalog with full access to new games at launch such as Anthem and Battlefield 5 uh, for $14.99 a month or 100 bucks a year. There's so many subscriptions. Yeah, there's an, it's an excessive amount. There's so like, many ways to lose my money. <laughs> yeah, what I edit on is a subscription service. What we host our podcast on is a subscription service. What I watch Game of Thrones on is a subscription service. Like, everything nowadays is a subscription service. Literally, like, every news article that we've talked about today was a subscription service. <laughs> like, uh, we talked about... I mean, it at least it was tangentially included like uh the hunter pass Mm -hmm. in dauntless and now the ea origins access (laughs) it's only two things but i know what you're going (laughs) still there's quite a few josh i mean quite a few i would say quite a couple but yeah there's three there's there's, (laughs) what (laughs) where's the third they they must have said something about it in that other Dauntless article oh yeah (laughs) and by the way this other subscription service that has nothing to do with the article um I mean, this is pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, like, I, I, so that's the thing is like, you really have to be such a, I don't know who's such a hardcore EA fan that they do this, but I guess there are good games. I mean, if you're going to get, um, you know, Anthem and Battlefield, like if that's your jam, like that's pretty good to, to do it that way. If you want that, I don't know what that catalog of over 200 games, like the list. That's of what it. I was about to say. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Where are these 200 games from? Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. And it's weird that it's probably it's, like 80 sports games. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it is weird though, that it's like origin access and it's EA titles, but I guess not all of them are based on all of the random ones that just got added. So like, what the hell, like, where are they just getting this list of games from? I don't know. They're just pulling it out of nowhere. They're like, I mean, like, uh, FIFA has like five different modes. So that's like five games in one. Oh yeah. See 195 left. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, uh, and there's like uh, 40 FIFA games by now, so that's that's all of them. It's actually just all FIFA. Yeah. Little did you know. What is FIFA f- also has a kind of a subscription service as a premium currency, so boom, there brings it up again. What does Look trials of upcoming games mean? 10-hour trials. Does that mean you're like beta beta games? It, like betas? Hey. Yeah, so how they did it with Anthem was uh, you could play, like, the game early, but you only got to play for 10 hours. Oh. But then um, your progress actually moved over to your actual progression through the game. So you just, if you actually purchase the game, you could continue playing with your 10 hours gotcha. or whatever. So they're just, like, soft-locking it for a certain amount. I, I think that's a better yeah. way to do it, honestly. Like, I don't... I don't like the fact that you have to pay money for it, but I think it's good to lock it to a certain select few, especially when they're rolling out games like Anthem or like, you know, just for like uh, online multiplayer uh, games because of server load and shit like that. But otherwise, if it's like a single player thing, I don't think it makes as much sense, but I don't know. That's that's kind of cool. I remember hearing something about it uh, back when Anthem came out, but I didn't really look too much into it just because I didn't care about Anthem. And it had an excessively confusing launch schedule. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. So it's kind of a good thing I wasn't into it. But um, but no, this is pretty cool. Didn't you say something about this coming to, to PlayStation as well? 
Yeah, yeah. So let me actually see if I can find that. Uh, PS4 Origin Access. Um, because they talked about it on Beyond like this most recent week. Oh, okay. Um, should probably. Yeah, this is over on Games Radar. Uh, EA Access is coming to PlayStation Four this summer. Um, as a previous PlayStation Store leak suggests, EA Access, the publisher's subscription game service, is coming to PlayStation Four in July. As EA announced today, EA Access will be available on play to PlayStation Four owners through a five dollar monthly subscription or a $30 yearly subscription. Hmm, that's interesting. So I wonder if they're not including the premium then. If if it's just like, because they didn't talk about the 14 or 100, so maybe that was just like something that Games Radar left out, or if they're only including the, uh, the basic that you could play mm. and not the whole like, um, you couldn't pay the like 100 bucks to get all the new games for free. I assume they would do it that way, to be honest, since it's PlayStation- and they would want to have it like more specific to their platform. Cause I mean, it's nice that they're getting them to do that, but I'm sure they want them to be on their specific, uh, you know, launcher, which they obviously would not be able to put on a PlayStation. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cause I guess it, it would limit things to some degree, obviously. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of cool. I think it's weird that it's, is it just, playstation specifically though like are they not doing that it's for... already on xbox One. Oh, PC. okay that's why it's on xbox oh yeah i guess that would yeah. make sense the uh, other than the nintendo switch which i don't know how many of like ea's like catalog of games think, could yeah, run on the nintendo switch um but yeah other than the nintendo switch it's uh, with the playstation it's basically included on all consoles and the pc yo where's my xbox game pass on switch come on now i i mean dude you just freaking suck it Wow, okay. That yeah, speaking is, of suck it, it's time to move on to news cram. I should have t- told wow. you to cram it, you know? That I, was, you should have. There was an easy transition there, and I didn't do it. That's okay. We'll just go with the you know the regular. Uh, cram, 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 cram. So, uh, first news story over on Newscram um, is on Game Informer. It is Kind of Funny Games running another showcase at E3. Okay, so I do have to criticize Imram Khan <gasps> and... Uh, game informer for this no. i know it's very it's not often that i shit on things no. <laughs> not my boy the con this, <laughs> the only reason why is because this news article is uh it of course talks about them actually like revealing when they're going to be doing their showcase um which is like that is the news they finally revealed when they're doing it that's the news they announced uh during kind of funny like 2.0 or 3.0 whenever it was i think it's 2.0 I'm fairly certain it is. Um, the the fundraising goals that they hit, and E3 Showcase was one of them then, and that was months ago. So we already knew that they were going to be doing an E3 Showcase. We just didn't know when. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. I'm not really like going after his uh, his his. I'm not going after the story. Just kind of the headline, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right, always a nitpicker. Yeah, I'm in it. I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, man, I keep I keep scrolling through this. First off, more than three lines, so perfect. But the fact yeah, that the great job, only Emma. link on here in in like bright blue is cocaine possession keeps tripping me up. 
What? Because it says, like, you read the article, look for the only thing with blue text. Removed from the game for cocaine possession. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, it's, yeah, it's talking about judgment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the voice actor in judgment. Yeah, that totally checks out. That's awesome, though. It definitely throws me off, too. Because I was, I was, instead like- of like, yeah, I love how the only link is to that and not to, you know, the link to their first showcase that they did. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> kind of funny games. Uh, removed from the game for cocaine possession. <laughs> um, of course, there are additional E3 showcases happening. Um, the next story in Newscram is over on Twinfinite is Devolver Digital teases its E3 2019 press conference. Ooh. I'm very excited for Devolver. Oh, actually, you know yeah. what? I wanted to talk about this. I just thought of why. So one of the things in the article, they literally make like a little reference to like, join our Discord. You might find some E3 leaks. And I was like, all right, I'll bite. And so I joined their Discord, and it's so fucking funny. They literally have a channel that just says E3 leaks. You go into it. No one has permissions to send any messages in the channel other than, you know, like the Devolver people. And it's literally one message that just says, hey. (laughs) That's all it is. It's so fucking troll. And so everyone, the only thing they could do is put, like, like reaction emojis to it so there's just like a fucking ton of them it's just like all these like people who are like crying (laughs) (laughs) could you do the turtle with the crown on it is that just exclusive to parallax no it's that's my favorite exclusive to parallax well guys you need to write for parallax because they have this cool emote that you could do a turtle with the crown on it it's my jam yeah i really like it you could do a regular turtle (laughs) Not a, not a, no, dude, but they have pretty cool the, ones like devolver digital has like one of the bullet guy from uh enter the gungeon enter the gungeon they have a uh, piku niku or whatever the fuck that red weird thing is um they have the thing that looks like the freaking eyeball from uh small soldiers yeah 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 the uh they have the quarble from the messenger like they have a bunch of cool stuff bunch all of cool right, stuff all right. Speaking of cool stuff, um, the next news story in Newscram is over on Twinfinite as well as Riverbond coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Game and PC via dope. Steam this summer. It looks real dope. I definitely want to Are you play really this. excited for I this? I am, dude. It looks so cool. It's And it's got like it all the have indie cards, characters though. in it. It's got like Shovel Knight and the guy from Enter the Gungeon and Guacamelee. Like, it's basically like that weird Super Smash Brothers like knockoff game uh i forget what it's called like indie pogo yeah yeah, yeah. it's like indie pogo but it's like a you know a more bastion style fighting and like- did you just say freaking indie pogo is a smash brothers knockoff it's just entirely indie games what are you talking about smash bros knockoff i guess actually I'll kind of defend you there because Smash Bros. is entirely Nintendo characters and Indie Pogo is entirely independent video game characters. So, yeah. You know what? I'm on your side on that. You know Fuck what? those guys. Yeah. They totally copied Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a very strange turn. <laughs> Uh, Interesting enough, you said it has Bastion-style combat. You can actually play as the kid from Bastion. See? There you go. It looks yeah. so dope. And one of the things that like sold me on it was the fact that it's a four-player co-op game. Only thing that sucks, and I asked the developers, I was like, yo, this is couch co-op, but can you play it online? And they were like, we do not have plans to make it online. And I was like, not cool, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, then. Uh, the next news story in Newscram is on Twinfinite. It is Away, the survival game, uh, announced for PlayStation 4 with trailer that shows us the wild through the eyes of a sugar glider. So I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't know that a flying squirrel was called a sugar glider until I was 19 years old. Wow. I found out when I was, uh, I think I was like 15. I don't know. One of my friends had it as like a pet. Strange. That's fucking cool. <laughs> I like how you're like what? half yawning during that. I was burping, oh, okay. but still, that's so cool. Yeah, he had sugar gliders. It was uh, it was interesting. I mean, it also really disappoints me the fact that like one, they don't really have wings; they just have like fat arm casings, so yeah. they just glide. And two, that they don't fly; they glide. What the fuck? Both my issues are the same thing. They glide. I mean, they're not called sugar flyers. Well, they're called flying squirrels. <laughs> mm, well, that's not what they're called. That's, I mean, it's this is revisionist history if I've ever seen it. These were named flying squirrels for years. Mm. And then they're like, let's give it a real name. Calm down, old man. <laughs> um, also on Twinfinite is a dragon, I'm assuming. Yeah, maybe dragon. Drewagon? Okay, Dragon, a mystery adventure from the developers of Dreamfall is coming to PC this month. Um, on IGN is Sega acquires Two Point Hospital developer Two Point Studios. And the last nudical news story oh. in News Cram. I don't even, I said like nudical. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have a nudical right here for you. Oh, that's exciting. I know. That's exciting. That's- uh, <laughs> This last article, I guess news article. That's probably, probably where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that that checks out. I'm. Yep, those apples make sense, or however that saying goes. Um, the last one is Beat Saber leaving PC early access and getting a level editor. Dope. Another reason, just piling on to the. I need to get a VR headset. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so I guess, I mean, with the, the Beat Saber thing, the reason I mainly haven't, well, I guess I don't have a VR headset. So the main reason I haven't picked it up is because I don't have a PSVR headset. But the reason I haven't picked up the PSVR headset with a uh, Beat Saber bundle is just because I've heard that on PlayStation 4, it's somewhat limiting to the amount of songs that you can get versus PC. Um, but in that news article, it actually says that they're like, that they're, uh, either they're saying that they're basically the same game now or they're on par with each other so i'm assuming more um more songs are going to come from the pc library of music to playstation 4 so yeah that does have me very excited that's what it seemed like i mean i don't know for sure there's not anything specifically stating it like listing it out but the way they phrased it it does seem like it's going to be pretty much simultaneous not simultaneous but uh, identical as far as the the amount of content in there so we'll see uh, you know what we'll also see what will we see our next freaking uh segment on the podcast josh well, that a, that's what we'll that see a tough one for you you weren't sure yeah because i forgot what use. i was saying <laughs> <laughs> i forgot what i was saying entirely once i said that i was like where is I going at that? <laughs> well, we're um, here now. This is God. Yeah, this is God bless the crowd. Where Josh, of all people, the big Josh boy, the the Joshinator, the card game lover himself, <laughs> uh, goes into different uh, crowdfunding sites, finds some awesome indie games, and we talk about them. Uh, generally, we just uh, we're so polite, we're so nice. Whoa, whoa, I can't believe whoa, whoa, whoa. people don't reach out to us and be like, "Hey, talk about my indie game on your Kickstarter uh, segment on your podcast." 
people did it once, they never did it again. Let's be real. After the cow game, it kind of makes sense. Uh, the two games that we have on here are Dry Spell uh, and Coffee Quest, which coffee is spelled K-O-F-I. That's uh, it, you know those guys are funny. Or Kofi? I don't freaking know. I'm gonna go with coffee because that just checks out. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm, sure. Why not? It seems like a comedy RTS would uh, have coffee, but spelled K-O-F-I. Mm. That's my entire basis. That's that's you know what, what I'm basing I just, it on. I was I was kind of letting you ramble for a while because I was listening to the actual video to see what they say, and it is <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yes, suck it, Josh. I mean, I'm gonna go heal on you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so dry spell is. Uh, I I think it's weird that they have in their little thing PC and console game. Thanks. Thank you for letting me know that. Um, <laughs> save your oasis from drying out by restoring the water supply. Uh, action. Uh, no, no, adventure RPG with roguelike elements pixel art. Okay. This, uh, if there's one reason that this game probably won't get funded, it is because this is not a proper sentence. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. This is just word salad <laughs> in the form of like three sentences that are basically just a couple of words. It's uh, keyword tagging. Apparently. <laughs> uh, oh my God. They, that's a period. That's not even a comma. They literally say yeah. adventure RPG with roguelike elements, period. Pixel art. Pixel art. Pixel art is Pixel like art it is, is a sentence. It, it has a period, Josh. It's a fucking sentence. Yeah. Fuck this game. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Calm down now. Uh, so, <laughs> dry spell is basically, uh, as it mentions, you have to save your oasis from drying out. So it's kind of like a town builder in a sense, not like building your town, but you perform actions in the game to build up the town back where you're collecting water, so to speak, by defeating enemies. Um, it looks like that form of water you use in shops and you upgrade abilities that you have. It seems very roguelike. I like how you say that form of water instead of saying blood. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it seems like. But you know. You're just drinking their fucking blood, dude. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's tasty, you know? It's just got a lot of iron in it. Yeah, we don't know if these guys are vampires, dude. That's true. You never know. I mean, they got hoods on. They could be. That's why. Oh, my God. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You just made so much sense. They have hoods on. See? That's why. Blows my mind. I know. So true. <laughs> so go back to what you were saying. Anyway, so, <laughs> so it seems very, very similar to, you know, any roguelike, kind of like a, a Binding of Isaac or... Um, uh, any type of like Spelunky style, but it's basically a top-down. Um, it looks like your main weapon is always going to be a bow, but there might be some cases where you get a different one. I don't see any right now. I'm trying to scroll through it. But it says you get uh, a bunch of spells and abilities for that bow and arrow. So uh, in the actual trailer, there's certain elements that you could pick up that will make it so you get like 
double shots or three shots randomly. It looks like there's an ice arrow. Um, I'm not too sure how extensive this gets, but it does look interesting because there's certain uh, elements to it that, like they mentioned, you know, roguelike, where you'll pick up new things that will make you stronger in the game, and then you keep going back and collecting things to make your town stronger, and then you'll have new options in the shop. So it's it's very progression, even though it's a roguelike. So it does seem like a very Josh-esque game. Um, my only concern with it, it seems a little slow in the trailer. So the way they the combat worked, he was kind of running through and shooting a bow and arrow, and it... Most of the enemies seem kind of slow. Your actual attack seemed a little clunky. Um, this kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier. Is it just? It seems like it should be a little bit fast, uh, more fast paced than it is right now. I don't know, unless you've got the big arms like me. You know what I mean? These pythons with apples inside of them. Drawing a bow is pretty hard. Oh yeah, it takes a while. What a strange yeah. way to describe yourself. <laughs> I think that's the second time I've said that, actually. <laughs> well, it still doesn't feel normal to me. If anything, John should make a shirt with me that just has, like, snake arms. No. <laughs> that would make no fucking sense. Anyway. So, you know what I hadn't realized? That apparently currency in Sweden is far different than in the United States. Like, I saw the make a pledge without a reward, and it's like 50 I was like, fuck, dude, $50? What? And then it's like about $5. <laughs> yeah, it looks like 10, 10 of the Swedish money, which, what is it, sec? Yeah, I don't sec know. will get you. <laughs> uh, 10 sec goes for about a dollar. Yeah, that's, yep, that's what it says. It's about a dollar. That's why that that tier is called the tip jar. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have the early bird, which there's still a good amount left where it's only 16 bucks to get the digital copy of the game, uh, 21 for the, the normal, just the copy of the game. And then uh, as the tiers go up, God, that, yeah, that that sec money is really throwing me off guard. I thought it went from 36 to $400. I was like, what? Um, but as we go up, it looks like it's just kind of early exclusivity to the game. Um, yeah, just Kickstarter exclusive weapons and costumes. So cosmetic things in the game. Um, it doesn't look like there's anything. You could design a companion. Ooh, or an NPC. Man, that's pretty sweet. I would love to make your game for you. Yeah. The highest tier is $1,031. And you get a digital copy of the game, backer updates, pre-release access, uh, immortalized in the game. What does that mean? Become, you will appear as a monument. Ah, oh, well, that's kind of cool. You could forever have your face. Maybe they'll put my python. Yeah, that's what arms I was thinking. Be like, I specifically <laughs> want python arms that have apples in them. <laughs> I'm a ginger boy with like just like python arms, just really big arms, but with like lumps. <laughs> Maybe at like the roughly the size of an apple. <laughs> <laughs> see you could have that for the low low price of a thousand dollars i mean that's very enticing i've spent money on a lot worse it's true if I i'm mean, being real you could be like that celeste collector's edition that still hasn't showed up it's been like six months mm. i'm just yeah well you know maybe at e3 that's... they'll say something <laughs> that was that was gonna be one of my e3 predictions they'll they'll give you a shout out vaughn might hear coming. about his celeste collector's edition yeah, be like and uh for vaughn it's uh it's coming don't worry <laughs> everyone just like what 
Doug, what does that even mean? <laughs> They'll know. So we should probably get this out of the way now. Uh, their goal is $36,439. They have 19 days left to go. They have 72 backers. And they have a whopping, just a monumental, just massive, uh, massive $1,464. Yeah. Um, a lot of their... I actually feel bad because the game looks actually really cool. Yeah. I like its art style a lot, but if we're being honest, they really fucked their chances with me with that stupid sentence they had there. They really... Pixel art as a sentence, it really got me. I'm not... Nope. Not gonna do it. They have a good amount of backers in the fifty-two dollar tier. They have nine backers. That's that's kind of nice, but nothing. What is the fifty-two dollar tier game? Uh, the fifty-two gets you um, access to the pre-release version of the game with exclusive items, so uh, meaning costumes, weapon skins, and Oasis decoration. So I guess there's so based on that Oasis decoration, I guess you can kind of build out your town. It seems like. Um, or at least decorated, I guess, if you get that pre-access, whatever. Um, I, th- I think it's really cool. I honestly, this definitely does seem like a game I would be all for. Um, I just don't like how slow it feels, or at least seems. Um, but it, I think the progression of it from a story perspective of actually building your town by going into the, you know, the wastelands and, or I don't know if wastelands is a good view of it but whatever the wastelands and killing enemies and bringing back resources to make the town better make yourself better like i enjoy that style of gameplay and i'm sure there's a lot of content that would be here for individuals who wanted to you know back something like this but i just don't know if that gameplay would be for me yeah this game reminds me a lot of moonlighter yeah and i really really love moonlighter um but uh, i don't know it's just sentence dude i really but you love really pixel art. A whole no i'm just kidding devoted yeah. to it <laughs> i i do really love pixar i think this game looks fantastic i'm actually kind of like kind of upset that i'm fairly certain this won't get backed because i think this game looks really really cool yeah and it looks like moonlighter <laughs> with the exception of you don't run your own shop you just kind of manage a town but you don't manage a town which honestly would be just inhabitants just show me. up because one of the things about moonlighter that i don't want is i like the concept of being able to sell your stuff when you come back but i also don't want to do that at all <laughs> yeah it becomes kind of a pain in the yeah, ass I, sometimes i would assume especially when you get to people like stealing your shit you're like dude fuck you not cool what the hell anyway uh on to the next one. Yeah, let's talk about Coffee Quest. All right. <laughs> so, so Coffee Quest is a uh, supposedly a fantastic. I'm not. I'm. I'm not really okay with the fact that they said it's fantastic. Hey man, you don't know. Okay. It could be a fantastic comedy. Yes. Um, this is a fantastic comedy RTS in a cartoon style world. Uh, you form an army, equip your soldiers, and explore, all with an absurdly funny story. Okay, they're really, yeah, they're really blowing their comedy chops out of proportion here. Really, uh, really putting a lot of weight on that. <laughs> this thing. They're like, be funny. seriously, <laughs> we're the funniest people on earth. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. It it could be great. You could play this and just shit your pants because it's just too damn funny. That That's very possible. You know what? You know that's... If I ever want to shit my pants, I'll probably buy this game. Yeah. If I'm being real. that's You know, that's actually one of my... So my best friend, one of his goals is to one day make me laugh so hard that I'll shit my pants. 
I don't know why that came up, but he just like he he makes me laugh in a certain way where I just like go I'll I'll be like really out of it, and so he's like one day I'm gonna get you and you're gonna shit your pants, and I'm like the only time you're ever gonna do that is if we're like eighty and like in a nursing home. <laughs> I feel like one day he's actually gonna like um he he's gonna like roofie you but with laxatives. And he's going to say that he, like, he earned it, but let's be real. It's kind of like using steroids. He just he just cheated. Yeah, that's why really. I'll never accept drinks from him. He's using performance-enhancing drugs, Josh. Mm. Your friend needs to get help. I think I need to get help. <laughs> that's getting, true. Yeah, you might shit yourself to death. Drugs. So. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm getting poop I'm getting poop drugs. There's the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh coffee quest looks actually pretty good um i'm not gonna lie i'm really digging the art style to it um i once again I, i've said this before i'm not the biggest fan of rts's but the cartoony art style and the like the very lightheartedness of this game might actually win me over um it is a little confusing as far as the gameplay just because it uh it doesn't seem as obvious just because there's not like the the blocks that are shown on the the actual trailer, so I don't know where any of the characters go. But it it, it looks like a, a mix between like a uh, like a, a Fire Emblem and then also StarCraft, which is kind of weird. Like if that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh kinda. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the way you move your your units, I guess. But it doesn't matter. I, I think there's definitely a lot of people who would enjoy this type of gameplay. Um, there's 946 backers already. It's a $33,000 goal, and they're at 26000 with 15 days to go. So this is very obtainable uh, at this point. Um, I'm trying to look at some of the other stuff. It looks like it's only on... Is it only on Steam? I don't see any... Dumb. I don't see any other areas for it. I see a whole lot of uh, funny stuff. Yeah, a whole lot of like repeated characters. It's, it seems real funny, Josh. <laughs> You're really stuck on that, huh? <laughs> it just pisses me off that they think it's so funny. <laughs> Man, you're giggling about it. <laughs> Yeah, this game looks really interesting. I mean, I I'm not a big fan of RTSs either. I think it's it's awesome that games are now like they're trying they're branding themselves as like comedy RPGs and such. Like uh what was it? Uh Death Bulge Battle of the Bands is like a comedy oh, RPG. Yeah. I thought that one is awesome. Did that ever made and, it? Uh, I don't remember. I think it did. Mm. It was very close. Like I wrote about it in an article for Handsome Phantom and it was very close when I did. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check that. Yeah, this game looks really, really cool. I like that it has different factions, the humans, elves, orcs, scales. I think the scales look really funny. They're just like hulking like fish people. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. They have some really like interesting little characters. Um, Like the beetle wizard, honestly, I think looks disgusting. But the little beetle he has (laughs) with him is excessively cute. I really like it. And, like, the Light Fox, the Scale Kids, and the Wargo just look so cute. I'm like, all right, you got me. You got me with them cute kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is the art style is really what I think wins you over with this game. 
Yeah, it definitely does. If not the just absurd comedy, just how hilarious it is, Josh. I'm I'm pretty stuck on uh, on just this funny stuff, man. I can't stop giggling. I mean, you'd think their Kickstarter would be much funnier since they're such just amazing uh, comedy writers, really. Anyway, okay, so it does <laughs> it does come for Steam, they say, in 2019, but then 2020, in Q1, they have plans for the Switch. Um, and then they have other stretch goals that they're saying for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One if they get more money. Um, so it sounds like they're mainly focusing on PC and Switch. It's like a big thing now. Oh, my God. On Switch. You know what I just realized? What? You know, okay, so before the podcast, Josh and I were talking about whether or not I had accidentally, like, forgot to move something to Newscram or something. I just realized I accident I didn't do that. I accidentally deleted uh, the article about SteamWorld Quest coming to the oh, Nintendo yeah. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> or not the Nintendo Switch coming to PC. Yeah. I just remembered that. <laughs> anyway, ooh, going back in the past. Yeah, it's, it's coming to PC, guys, but we're still talking about Coffee Quest. <laughs> I'll do a quick quick comment about that after. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I, I I think this would be a pretty good pretty good pickup. Uh, let's see. What is it? Oh, damn it, it's in euros. I got to see what the actual <laughs> exchange is. It says right is. below. It's $18. No, but I was all the way down in the where it was just like pictures of the tiers. Um, oh, yeah. It's uh, about $18 is how much getting the game would cost you. Okay, 18 US dollars. And then as you go up... Uh, 28 for the game plus the original soundtrack. Ooh, console pals. Get two digital copies for $39. That's like a steal. Well, actually. One thing I am kind of curious about is on the $18 tier, you said how long after release they're going to bring it to the Nintendo Switch? So they say that uh, the Steam will be in 2019, Q4, and then Steam, or excuse me, the Switch would be Q1 of 2020. So shortly after, probably a couple of months. I guess they do say, so in the, in the um, like just the game one, the $18 tier, Oh, I just had to burp again. Um, it does say that you could pick your code for the PC or the Switch, but then it does specify that it's important that you know the Nintendo Switch port or any uh, or another console will be delivered on February 2020. So mm. I just want to make sure anybody knows if they get that. Not till 2020. You know what's interesting? That's it. I've never seen a Kickstarter where they've put a limit on the lowest tier. Oh shit, they yeah, did. So literally they only have 48 of the just the lowest tier available. Yeah, and it's not like an early bird yeah, or anything. It's just, it's like just the lowest tier. Yeah, otherwise you have to pay an additional $10 for the original soundtrack. Ah. Uh, I mean, it seems uh, scarcity gets people going, I dude. Guess so. That's Come on, guys. that's why you got to uh, buy the, buy now. Act fast before you have to spend 10 extra dollars. Yeah, it's artificial scarcity. That's how Nintendo uh, sold so many um, Nintendo classics, was artificial scarcity. They understand. Mm, these are the smart boys. Not only are they funny, but they're uh, good business peoples. Their genius is even... Holy shit. There was an early backer program. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was $15. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> both the early backer and just the normal backer were both limited. Oof. This is not good, guys. We gotta act fast. <laughs> yeah, guys. It's... It, I'm... 
at the risk of sounding repetitive, this is a dire time. It's scarce, even. Guys, make sure you get your copy of Coffee Quest now. Unless you want it on the Nintendo Switch, then you'll get it in 2020, February 2020. I mean, they wouldn't get it now, now, anyway. They'd still have to wait a little bit. Actually, you know, that's kind of fast. This is a Kickstarter where they're asking for a good amount of money, and they're planning on releasing in, like, a few months? I mean, they're they're receiving awards at different, like, indie games, uh, different festivals, so I'm assuming it's in a playable state. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder, do they say where, what is their, uh, their actual money is going to? Oh, like how some. Yeah, like I really like when Kickstarters will give like 20% goes to music, 30% goes to this, like 5% goes to Kickstarter fees. Like I'm trying to look for that. I don't see it anywhere. I just. They've got a lot of art. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Hey, a physical art book for 40 bucks. Holy shit. Oh, a lime There's a lot plushie on this. for 33 bucks. You can get a plushie of <laughs> that stupid slime looking thing. <laughs> Don't you want that? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> sorry, slime plushie. Maybe next time. Well, they did tell you uh, why they chose Kickstarter, which I always love that people are like, why Kickstarter? And it's like, because uh, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why else do you think they went to Kickstarter? <laughs> Yeah, we need more resources um, to be seriously considering working on a console version. I guess that makes sense. Challenge between us. Uh, yeah, no, I I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it's more geared towards console stuff, which is interesting. But I mean, I'm sure this game will be more than the eighteen dollar price point anyway. So you're kind of getting a deal if you want to just back it now. Sort of like you're basically pre-ordering this at a better rate if you're into this uh, as a PC owner. Well, that's always nice. You get in early, you get a discount. Mm. Who doesn't like that? Come on, mm. guys. People who don't have money. And there's like the scale kids. They're little chubby fish Man, guys. Like Come on, people. guys. <laughs> By the way, Death Bulge did get backed. It almost got double Boom. its amount. Knew it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's no subverse, dude. It's not <laughs> like Sub- breaking down right. worlds here, but yeah, subverse. What it's making like, money. Like a hundred times, it's it's asked. <laughs> it made like over a million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, people people like titties. What can I say? <laughs> That's true. Uh, speaking of titties, it's time to move on to our random question of the day. So <laughs> <laughs> always a good transition. <laughs> uh so what i wanted to talk about for a random question of today and it's a little bit out because we're about a month away from e3 but i want to know our indie game predictions for e3 um so this is for like all the conferences happening at e3 around e3 because technically ea play is not a part of e3 but they are also also not doing a traditional press conference they're instead doing like several different live streams which is pretty cool mm-hmm. um I don't necessarily know if they actually, um, if EA, because they announced a bunch of different live streams, but I don't know if they announced one for EA um, EA Originals, which is uh, their publishing arm for indie games like Unravel and Sea of Solitude. But I'm hoping that they have it because one of the things that I'm predicting is, it has something to do with that. But 
are you excited for E3 indie games wise? Is there like a bunch of awesome indie games that you're just like chomping at the bit for that you think are going to be shown at E3? I'm going to be honest. Not really. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good ones that I think might come out, but like for me personally, when I'm thinking about it, I don't know that there's a lot that I'm looking for. I'm more with E3. I'm usually more excited from a Nintendo perspective. So it's more mainstream games. Because I just want to see what's coming out for them. But I have a couple on my list. Nice, nice. Well, first on my list that I have is I have a Sea of Solitude release date. This is the one that I was talking about that uh, EA was going to have to have an Originals um, bit for. Because I they announced Sea of Solitude at last E3. But they just have the release date as 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping to get an actual release date because the game looks really cool. Yeah. I, I really enjoy its art style and it seems like it has some really like deep, um, themes about like mental illness, which is, it's odd that that's come up so often recently in video games, but it's also awesome. So I'm not complaining. It's just weird. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about that one. I, I, I must've missed it. <laughs> uh i'll go um so my first one on the docket is i think we're going to get an official date and some new details on the messenger dlc oh yeah i totally forgot about the messenger Mm -hmm. dlc yeah it's been kind of i mean they showed it at pax they had it playable um but for the most part ever since they really like announced it at uh oh I, i can't remember where that was a kind of funny's uh, first showcase. Oh, was it? It was there. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, the pool panic or something like that. No, it's not pool panic. Fuck. No, what is it? The it's like the beach or something. Beach sea breeze, something. Blah blah blah. I feel like it has to do something with the picnic or panic. Uh, I think something panic like is right. Let me. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so I. <laughs> uh, it's picnic panic. Picnic panic. Yeah, you were right. Holy I shit, I got both words, just didn't put I them know, together. Crazy. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so I think that that's going to come out because ever since it was like really officially announced, there there still hasn't been any official date and it says just coming in 2019. I think this is the perfect time for them to spark up and basically say, hey, it's coming this specific date and it's going to have some content, more blah, blah, blah information. I'm sure they'll they'll get on the hype train at that part. So I'm kind of hoping that they do, uh, out of nowhere, just a like available today kind of a thing. Um, but I don't think that's as likely. I just want to play it. <laughs> All right. All right. I did not have that on my list cause I totally forgot about it. Do you think that the messenger it's DLC will be showcased, um, at devolvers show or conference? Or do you think it'll be at, uh, like in the kind of funny showcase? I think devolver. I would assume I think, so. Yeah, yeah, I think Devolver because I I can't I'm I'm not sure exactly what Devolver will have. So some uh, a lot of the things from my side were thinking about Devolver, and really the only thing I came up with was the Messenger and probably my friend Pedro being released. Um, yeah, I also have my friend Pedro on mine. Yeah, I just put my friend Pedro. I'm I'm assuming I meant to put release date <laughs> or at least like. <laughs> A shadow drop or something like that, but for some reason I just put my friend Pedro. So (laughs) so I believe my friend Pedro has a release date of June. I think it's just like, it it just says June. 
if I'm not mistaken. Does it when I yeah when I looked it up earlier, I I swear it just said like 2019, but if it says just June, so it says, I think there might be a possibility that we get a shadow drop at E3, mm, which would be super cool. I uh, know I'm only seeing 2019. I could have sworn I saw somewhere that they said June, but I think yeah so. I think more likely my friend Pedro would be a shadow drop and they would just, they would be like, it's available now. Like, I, I, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, in this trailer from uh, March 20, 2019, it has it in there for Nintendo Switch and PC, June 2019. And I feel like they're going to just hold it off Ooh. until E3 and be like, bam, it's available now. So this brings up my next one, Gato Roboto. I think they're going to give a release date for it because they say it's releasing in spring 2019. Um, Do you think that we'll see a release date for it or do you think we'll get an actual release uh, within like an E3 window? Mm, What is Gato Roboto? (laughs) Um, It's this weird ass indie game where you play as a cat that actually takes like pilots a robot. I mean, (laughs) that sounds dope as fuck. Oh, yeah. Seems, oh, this Pounce is super inside cute. of your Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Pounce inside of your cozy armored mech and set off on a dangerous trek through an alien underworld uh full of irritable creatures and uh this is basically Samus but as a cat. Yeah, yeah, Gato Roboto. It's 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 published by Devolver. I think between either Devolver's conference or KF's uh, E3 conference, we're going to get an actual release date, or it's just going to drop. But I would assume uh, both Gato Roboto and what my friend Pedro fuck? won't launch within the same like, uh, not completely within the same time frame. Um, but they might. You never know. I don't. Yeah, I don't think since it's the same uh, publisher. I mean, I don't think they would do that. I think it would probably be like I said. They're gonna do uh, a drop of my friend Pedro and then give an official release date for uh, this Gato Robata. This looks super cute and so funny. I'm just watching it. I I just saw like uh like an 11 minutes of Gato Robato gameplay from uh some video from IGN on YouTube and it looks so silly. <laughs> Yeah, it looks absolutely awesome. I really enjoy it. I thought it looked so goofy. <laughs> this is great. Oh, no, he got hit. Oh, pork. Yeah, the only time that I'm kind of up in the air about, the only thing I'm up in the air about is, so, like, my friend Pedro, it says June, and Gato Roboto says spring. Mm. Um, I would say, doesn't spring, like, end? Um either like um either at the end of this month or in june so you would assume that they're either gonna have to push it back or they're going to release them within like weeks of that's each true other. it does say google does tell me that spring ends june 21st there you go dude so guy, seems like we might be getting both my friend pedro blood bullets and bananas and gato roboto I mean, i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna play this gato game it's fucking cool. <laughs> I, if it's they, awesome. If they came out at the same time, I would be all over this cat game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, uh, it's weird. In one game, you play as a sentient banana who, like, I think is friends with a guy that, like, murders people. Or, no, I think you play the friend of a sentient banana. Some weird shit like that. And then the other one, you play as a cat that pilots a robot. Like, either way, you're playing some weird shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so for another one that I had, or actually no, I talked about Gato Roboto. So you go ahead. What do, What do you think? Okay, so let's What's let's keep it on one? the cat hype train. I think Cat Quest <laughs> Two is going to be announced with an official release date and a gameplay trailer. 
Really? They don't have anything for Cat Quest 2 So they yet? have they have a couple of trailers and they've had some kind of like, you know, information on like, hey, it's coming and there's more and more. And just recently there was an article, I forget exactly what site it was on, but they said something about they're, they're at the point where they're ready to start announcing a release date. And it's like, it's coming up. It's so such a perfect time for it that I, I just assume it's going to be part of like the, the PC gaming show and that they'll actually announce like, here's Cat Quest 2. You can play with, you know, your friend and here's some gameplay trailer of it. Uh, officially will come out sometime at the end of 2019, I assume. Yeah, on their Steam page, it says it's pawning or pawing 2019 mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i definitely assume that it's they're going to have a release date for yeah, it i uh, think, I think it'll i would still come out probably end of 2019 probably more around like uh you know christmas time uh, around there but i definitely feel like this is the time for them to get you know some hype around the the game so you think this one will be, um, its release date will be shown at uh, KF's conference probably? Uh, it's either going to be KF or um, I would assume the PC gaming show. Oh, yeah. I always forget the PC gaming show. You know what also sucks? I always forget that Limited Run Games does one, yeah, even yeah. though I would probably be their like, key demographic, people who just waste their money <laughs> kind of a thing, like buy games they already own. I should watch that, but I never do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of it because we, like, one of the things that Parallax is doing is we're trying to get, like, a list of E3 predictions right now, and so we have it with uh, with a number of people on uh, on our team, kind of just, you know, everyone saying, oh, this is what I think is going to come out, this is what I, and there's, like, one for limited run, and literally no one has put anything, because I'm like, I don't fucking know what the hell they'll do, because it's, like, it's such a, a toss-up. I feel like they're just, like, random indie that's kind of popular. You got it, like... <laughs> Yeah, I I don't really know. Yeah. It's that's very true. Um, so for my next one, I have a Solar Ash Kingdom gameplay, just a gameplay trailer. I don't think we're gonna get a release date, um, from Heart Machine, but I think this is gonna be revealed at KF Showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I really really hope that we see something from it because I love Hyperlight Drifter and like it was awesome that they announced a new game but we got very very little uh that we actually got to see from Solar Ash Kingdom so I really just want to just see anything else <laughs> <laughs> yeah um kind of on that I think uh I guess it's not the same but it, it just reminds me of it for some reason I think what we might see is something uh on the same lines of Hades uh, so more content of their like official release plan, because weren't wasn't yeah. that supposed to? I know it's in early access right now, but I don't know if there's any like concept of when it's being released. I'd have to check that up. I literally just thought about that as you were uh, talking, so I might be way off, but I feel like there might be something for that. Let's see. Yeah, I would definitely assume something's gonna happen with yeah, because I can I can definitely E3. see that in the PC gaming show for sure. Yeah, I mean, if not, maybe just randomly tucked into a different showcase, like that it's actually coming to consoles or that, yeah, like true. even just yeah, early yeah, access yeah, yeah. coming to consoles. Because yeah. right now, I think it's only available through the Epic Games Store. Right, right. Yeah, so that, there might be something on that. Like I could see that in in maybe like the Xbox uh, showcase. Yeah, yeah. Um. So my next one is I, and this is kind of like. I'm one predicting it because um the because of a specific reason, but I also two I really want 
Eagle Island to get a release date. It says mm-hmm. on its Steam page, it's coming soon. I'm very excited for this game based on fucking falconry. It looks so cool. I just want to play it so much. And um, both the publishers, Screenwave Media, and the developers put out like a call um, for like uh, people like Twitch streamers, content creators, all sorts of people. Um, just anybody really with a camera who wants to play Eagle Island um, to videotape themselves to be showcased in a trailer. So I think that this trailer is going to be shown at, uh, like, during Kind of Funny Showcase. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it is. Um, because it seems like they're trying to get all their assets ready and, like, kind of get their ducks in a row um, to have something to be shown soon. So I'm assuming it is a release date. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I think my next... Or at least I'm hoping. Yeah, we'll see. I'm crossing my fingers. Uh, <laughs> my next one is Spelunky 2. So, Spelunky 2 already has a gameplay trailer. It's slated for 2019. I think we're going to get an official release date. Did you ever play Spelunky? Yeah. I... Oh, no. Uh, it's so I, good. I'm not good at roguelikes. Dude, it's, it's, so it's such a classic, though. You know what? I did almost buy a physical version of Spelunky on the PS Vita the other day, but I did not. I'm waiting to find it on PS4. So, mm. you just, you you wait on that guy. I'm, you I'm wait. Because you should play it. But if not. You know what I'm going to tell you right not, now? I'd... Spelunky 2. It'll have yeah. a co-op. And you'll play with me? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Is it only couch co-op and not over, uh, not over the That's internet? That's a good question. Uh, I'm, pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the gameplay trailer it said over, like, online. So, let me, let me uh, watch it real quick. I'll scroll through and try to find out. But if so, <laughs> you got to do it. But you got to get the PC version, not the PS4. Oh, that's bullshit, nah, dude. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play on PC. On, Freaking man. you the nerds. No, yeah. get out of here with that. <laughs> so one thing I do, ex- I mean, I really, like, this is me crossing my fingers to see, like, now that I think about, like, limited runs uh, showcase that they're going to do, I hope Wonder Song gets a physical version. That's really it. That's that's what I'm gonna say right now. That's not a prediction. I doubt it's gonna happen. I just really want it to happen. Cause that'd be really cool. Oh, do you think we'll get any any more information on Draw Dog? Um, I would assume if we get any sort of information, it's that it has a new name because uh, Greg Lobanov went like uh, he went on Twitter and said that that is that that is not a finalized name, and if anything, that they are going to change it soon. Hmm. Do you think it'll be something so, like Picture Pooch? That's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, he should he should come back on the podcast and you just you pitch him that guy. Let's see. I mean, it it sounds way different than Raw Dog. Raw so dog. I imagine Picture Pooch is much more. I mean, he'd be happy with yeah, it. That's true. Yeah, that's a, that's a PR <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> I just want to be Draw Dog in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. So did you did you find what you were looking for? It, it just says play with friends. I don't see specific. Oh, it does say online. Yeah, it does say online. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say who, who, who in their right mind would release a game without online? Uh, didn't we just talk about that? Yep. Yes, Ooh, we did. That, that, that was a shot at them. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're go. I only have one more after this though. Well, I have two okay. more. So, so go then ahead. you go. <laughs> Okay, I'll go. I'll go. 
Um, so I kind of, this one's just, it's not necessarily a prediction. It's just something that I want. I want star renegades to get a release date. Um, this game was like brought to my attention not too long ago, um, because of an article I wrote for handsome phantom. And apparently it has something similar to the nemesis system, um, that was featured in the shadow of, uh, like shadow of Mordor games or the middle earth games, Mm -hmm. shadow of Mordor and shadow of war. Um, it looks really, really cool. I love its oh, pixel art. I think yeah, it looks the style awesome. Of this looks really neat. Yeah, and the fact that like uh, one of the other guys over at Handsome Phantom told me about um, it having something that's similar to the Nemesis system, and I was like, "That's you got me fucking sold, dude. You got me sold on it." Yeah, um, I I think kind of confusing. Yeah, it looks. Weird. <laughs> I don't, I'm not quite. I'm trying to piece this together, but I don't really understand why any character is going before the other right now yeah i'm i'm not 100 percent sure i haven't delved like really deep into the game i just think it looks really pretty um and yeah that's pretty much all you have to do to get me into your I game that's if true. i'm being honest i mean honestly yeah this does look pretty cool i would definitely play something like this yeah it looks freaking awesome yeah. dude um so i'm assuming we see some sort of release date mm-hmm or at least I'm hoping to see some sort of release date. Um, on their like Steam page, they have early 2020, so I think um, a release date announcement at E3 would be a good idea. Just like, hey, like uh, freaking January 1st or some stupid shit. They're like, yeah, that's when you can buy it. <laughs> Just an entire like half a year away, but yeah. Gotta get that hype, you know? That's very true. And this look game, this game looks awesome. They really need to start marketing it as uh, better than Shadow of Mordor. You know what I mean? They're like, Shadow of Mordor, but better because it has pixel art. One can only hope. People like me will buy, dude. I guarantee you. They will. <laughs> they will. So you go ahead now. What's your All last right, one? So my last one, and this is uh, a big hope. I want to know when this goddamn Untitled Goose game is coming out. <laughs> I want this game and I want it now. All right. I want them to tell me like that the entitled goose, he's an asshole, but he's still coming soon. And here's the actual official date. Not just like 2019. Maybe that is, I I would say that that is not crazy to wish for. Mm -hmm. That's I I would assume that that would happen because the untitled goose game People are really fucking excited about the game. I'm uh, I'm definitely on board with it. That's the one. So like everything that I've said today, so far, all of those games I think are pretty much a shoe in. They're going to be at E3. There's going to be some press around it. Untitled Goose Game is the only one where I'm kind of like this is a toss up. I don't know if this will actually come, but man, I hope so because I want I want that date. I don't blame you. It looks like a sweet game. Uh, my last E3 prediction, and this is kind of a vague prediction, but you know what? You'll owe me a candy bar if it's right anyway. Mm. Um, what candy bar? What's your <laughs> favorite candy bar? You'll have to... My favorite candy yeah. bar? So if I'm being honest, I don't like candy bars so that much. I don't know why I said that. that. Um, I would rather have a fruity candy. Like, have you ever had Mambas? Mambas? What's yes, with you and these they weird are fucking like bar type. It's <laughs> so it's yeah, it's like a bar, but it it's like a bar similar to Starburst, but better because like a laffy taffy you can get bar? like 
lemon and stuff no okay so it's like it's a bar that's separated into three different flavors and like you never know what flavors you're gonna get which kind of sucks sometimes so sometimes you get orange which orange fucking sucks i hate orange like i'll just i want to go like collect millions of these orange ones and just drop them on the creator of mambas and just murder them with the worst flavor that has ever been created which is orange but the raspberry ones are delicious so are (laughs) the lemon drastic change uh i've seen these before these are the kind of candies that i see in like places and i'm like i feel like no one would ever eat these (laughs) me i fucking love that candy dude which is weird because you get like one brick in and you're like man i can barely open my mouth it's so tired (laughs) (laughs) all right the next time i see one of these i'll have to actually pick it up and be like does this shit suck or not if you get orange you should just just die <laughs> like it's the worst i hate orange i so feel like much. i'm gonna end up um, eating it and loving the orange i will ship all my orange to you i'm not joking i will collect all of the orange that i get within a year and every year send you a care package of just orange mambas oh, packages i'm hyped all right you get anyway, thousands. this has been a big derailing <laughs> uh what was your last prediction so my last prediction is we will see the final details of No Man's Sky Beyond uh-huh. at E3. I don't know which press conference because PlayStation is not going to be involved at E3. And that is typically where they would show it. But I'm assuming we will finally get the last little bit of details for No Man's Sky Beyond. Yeah, I mean, maybe the PC gaming show. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they're like it's also on like Xbox. And I mean... I'm going to go out on a crazy limb here, but maybe the last detail for Beyond is that it's coming to Nintendo Switch, yeah, and they do I it like... So. I I doubt it. I I truly doubt it. I don't think that the Nintendo Switch can necessarily like run ass. that game, but <laughs> show me a game that doesn't on Nintendo Switch. Wow, huh, not you. cool. Breath of the Wild, man. <laughs> no, just kidding. I love my Nintendo Switch. I, I don't think Breath of the Wild is as pretty as everyone says it is. I mean, Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now... Like, that game is overrated. Uh, okay, so I agree to some extent, but like, it's it's a good uh, representation of like the power that the Nintendo Switch holds. Like for the fact that it's like it's a handheld console. Like it's it's doing pretty damn well for itself. Yeah, it does very well uh, for for how like small it is and everything. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you like you just like look at it and you're like, man. Why the fuck do I have a gigantic box? Like, I have an Xbox, like, less than a foot away from it, and it's just a gigantic paperweight. And I'm like, I understand that you can make things look prettier, but why are you so massive? I know. Every time I fucking, like, it it blows my mind. Every time I literally have to walk over and, like, undock and dock my my Switch, and I'll, like, play it on, on a TV and then just pick it up and keep playing it and, like, walk away with it, it still blows my mind, and I'm like... Man, technology is crazy. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe what we'll see. Uh, sorry, this is back to the No Man's Sky thing because I just thought about it. Maybe we'll get like cross-platform play. Maybe that'll, that'll be happen because cool. they announced that it's like multiplayer, so they're bringing a lot more people into it. Mm-hmm. So maybe the last little bit is going to be cross-platform play. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be really cool. I would like to see that. Yeah, sounds good. 
So, yeah, that that pretty much brings us to the end of this show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed this, uh, please leave us uh, good reviews on iTunes or whatever other people say. Uh, yeah, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean. Uh, what's that other one? Google Podcast. The one I used is the one I forgot. <laughs> I don't Bad consumer. Yeah, that was, that was a little weird for me. Um, if you guys would like to chat with us outside the show, you can follow the podcast Twitter, which is at IndiePod. Super easy to find. You can follow me at Hyde Legion or Josh at the underscore George 90. Uh, feel free to just send him like uh, just – Where is this going? I'm not going to say like unsolicited genital yeah, pics, like, but you I could. I going to um, pics. <laughs> I was like uh... – I mean it almost didn't. I was going to say – t-shirt uh ideas specifically about card games but really dick pics is where it needed to go i mean it was like god made me go toward dick pics if anything yeah well there's no better way to end the show so i'm the messiah of penis pics that's the new name that i'm gonna go with no longer the ghost formerly known as von hyde you should go i'm not i'm not i'm not digging the penis picking that's a t-shirt for you. It's not for me. That's for someone else. That's for sure. Yeah, yours is the big Josh boy, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. Man, don't, don't you. Why are you trying to shit on this amazing t-shirt, dude? No, no, no. Because no. I don't want to wear. Because, look, if there's one about me, I'm obviously going to be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to get that one. And then, like, people are going to look at it and be like, who's the big Josh boy? And I have to be like, oh, that's me. And they're like. I hope. <laughs> My hope beyond hopes with this is that eventually our podcast gets big enough to where your friends and Dude, wife listen to it just... and refuse to call you anything else but the Big Josh Boy. That is truly what I hope for in life. I was driving. I was driving today after we had talked about the, like the T-shirt design stuff, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, I really hope because like I'm starting to send like at first when I started this uh, this hobby basically of doing video game stuff, I didn't really send it to any like I never told anyone I was doing it other than my wife and like now I'm starting to get to the point where I'll like send out my reviews and just be like hey guys like here's what I'm doing like check it out like see if basically just asking for like feedback and just to to kind of spread the word so to speak and so now I was thinking about it I'm like oh man if they actually watch this I really don't want them to call me that (laughs) (laughs) I hope they do I hope so badly that they do (laughs) Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.